Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nightland Community Call. This call is for targeting individuals. And going to go into what is a targeted individual is. Come on my call if you already know what it is because you are a targeted individual. If you're not, um, you will understand uh, what is a targeted individual. Target individual program that is all across America. Wow. Tonight's call, we're going to talk about did uh, the CIA mind control program really end? And it is an interesting question because it has been decades since the uh, revelation of the MK Ultra program. Not also the MK Ultra program, but the CIA, uh, not the CIA, I'm sorry, the FBI quantum four program, which also had some aspect of mind control uh, program uh, in the subheading of that program. So many TIs, you know, we talked about this, about uh, some TIs uh, saying that they're a victim of the MK Ultra uh, program. Others think that this is a new uh, mind control program that is being conducted by the CIA both other government agencies. It is an interagency uh, type program which involves the CIA, the NSA, the, the DOD, and the FBI. Now, uh, this is a question that's on everybody's mind because we all know that the infrastructure doc- document came out in the 70s and they had a committee, they called the Church Committee, to uh, uh, investigate the infrastructure program and it said that, at least that's what the CIA said, that they ended the program, okay? But we all know better than that. So this question was asked, and here's an article written by John Rappaport, all right? It's called uh, CIA Mind Control Program, Did It Really End? So CIA Mind Control Program, not gone, not forgotten. John Rappaport, this was written January 9, 2015. Okay. All right. Follow me as follow me on a new twist and turn down the rabbit hole. Start with this untitled June 27th. Uh, just give me a second here. I'm gonna mute myself for a minute. I gotta come back uh, to the show. I apologize for the that. I gotta go do something right now. It's important.
Okay, so you'll have to excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I got to take care of uh, some things here with this baby, and uh, I will get back to the show. Uh, I do apologize, but there's nothing I can do when you have kids, uh, especially young kids or young children. There are things that, as a parent, you'll do all hours of the day and night. So I will get back to the show. I just got to clean up this baby.
kid I was with, what had happened to me before, where I, I was on talk show, doing my call, and for some reason, get a message saying that I dialed a number and um, it's not in the service, whatever reason. So I figure it's the purpose. You know, they're hacking into my phone and they're, uh, you know, dialing out numbers, uh, you know, for whatever reason. But anyway, let's get back to what I was uh, reading. So let me start off from the beginning, okay? So this is the article, as I said, written by John Robert Bort, uh, January 9, 2015. Follow me on a few twists and turns down the rabbit hole, starting with this untitled June 27, 1994 document stored at the National Security Archive at George Washington University. It was written by the CIA Advisory Committee and forwarded to the Presidential Committee on Human Radiation Experiments, which was preparing public hearing in 1994. Here is a key quote. In the 1950s and 60s, the CIA engaged in an extensive program of human experimentation, paraphrase MKUltra, using drugs, psychological, and other means in search of techniques to control human behavior for counterintelligence and covert action purposes. Most of the MKUltra records were deliberately destroyed in 1973 by the order of then DCI Richard Hell. Hems testified that he agreed to destroy the records because they had been in relationships with outsiders and government agencies and other organizations and that these would be sensitive in this kind of a thing, but that since the mind control program was over and finished and done with, we thought we would just get rid of the files as well. So that anybody who assists us in the past would not be subject to follow-up questions, embarrassment, if you will. Um, was not only admitting he destroyed the record, he was stating that the MK Ultra program deployed through contracts outsiders to carry out mind control experiments. He was determined to protect the outsiders, to keep the identity and work secret. He was also dedicated to preventing these people from exposing the nature of their mind control work. Subsequently, some of these outsiders have been revealed but no one really knows how deep, far, and why the CIA penetrated into academic and research communities to enable MKUltra. Hems also stated that MKUltra was ended. There is no reason to believe this. Therefore, his justification for destroying huge numbers of documents was absurd. For example, back in the early 1990s, I interviewed John Mark, author of Search for the Manchurian Candidate. This was the book that exposed the existence of the infamous CIA MK Archer program. John Marks related the following facts to me. He had filed many freedom of information advisor requests to the CIA for documents related to their mind control program. He got nothing back. Finally, as if to play a joke on him, someone at the CIA sent him 10 boxes of financial and accounting records. The attitude was, here, see what you can do with this. I've seen some of those records, and I'm sorry, I've seen some of those records. They're very boring. Read. 
But Marx went through that. And lo and behold, he found he could piece together MKUltra projects based on the funded data. Eventually, he assembled enough information to begin naming names. He conducted interviews, the shape and scope, the shape of MKUltra Swan interviews, and he wrote his book, Search for the Manchurian Candidate. Mark continued to press the CIA for more MKUltra information. He explained to me what then happened. The CIA official told him the following. In 1962, 10 years of mind control experiment, the whole program, which supposedly was shut down, had actually been shifted over to another internal CIA department, the Office of Research and Development, or the ORD. The ORD had 100 boxes of information on their MKUltra work. But there was no way under the sun Mark was told that he was ever going to get his hands on any of that. It was over. It didn't matter how many Pfizer requests Mark filed, he was done. The door was shut. Goodbye. The CIA went darker than it ever had before. No leaks of any kind would be permitted. In case there's any doubt about it, the idea of relying on the CIA to admit what it has done in the mind control area, what it is doing, and what it will do should be put to bed by John Mark's statement. The CIA always has been and will continue to be a rogue agency beyond the reach of the law. So, can we go back in time and find evidence that the CIA embraced goals that would take their mind control research right up to the present day? Question, and that answer is yes. The goals are to develop drugs to transform individual and even by implication society. Drug research going far beyond the usual brief description of MKUltra. The intention is there in the record. The CIA document was included in the transcript of the 1977 U.S. Senate hearing on MKUltra, the CIA program. The document is found in Appendix C. Stated on page 166, it's simply labeled draft date 5th May 1965. It begins, a portion of the research and development program of chemical division is devoted to the discovery of the following material and method. What followed was a list of hopes for drugs and their use. The range of CIA intentions are stunning. Some of my comments glean from studying that drug list. The CIA wanted to find substance which would promote the logical thinking and impulsiveness. Serious consideration should be given to the idea that psychiatric medication, food additives, herbicides, and industrial chemicals like fluoride would eventually satisfy that requirement. CIA wanted to find chemicals that would produce the sign of and symptoms of recognized disease in a reversible way. This suggests many possibilities. Among them, the use of drugs to fabricate diseases and thereby give the false impression of germ-caused epidemic. The 
CIA wanted to find drugs that would produce amnesia, dealing for, I'm sorry, ideal for discrediting whistleblowers, dissidents, certain political candidates, and other investigators. CIA wanted to discover drugs that would produce paralysis of the leg, acute anemia, etc., a way to make people decline in health as if from diseases. The CIA wanted to develop drugs that would alter personality structure and thus induce a person dependence on another person. How about dependence in general? For instance, dependence on institutions, the CIA wanted to discover chemical that would lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men. Sounds like a general description of the evolution of society. As you read the list yourself, you'll see more implications and possibilities. Here from 1955 are the types of drugs the MK Ultra men and the CIA were looking for. These are direct quotes from the document. Substance which will produce logical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. Substance which incre- increased the efficiency of menstruation and perception. Materials which will prevent or counteract the intoxifying effect of alcohol. Material which will promote the intoxication effect of alcohol. Materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way so that they may be used for okay, etc. Materials which will render the induction of hypnosis easier or otherwise enhance its usefulness. Substance which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand derision, torture, and coerce, coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. Materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable of surreptitious use. Substances which produce physical disability, such as paralysis of life, acute anemia, etc. Substances which will produce pure euphoria with no subsequent letdown. Substances which alter personality structure in a way that the tendency of the recipient to become dependent upon others is enhanced. The material which will cause mental confusion of such a type that the individual under its influence will find it difficult to maintain a fabrication under question. Substance which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in undetectable amounts. Substance which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing faculty, preferably without permanent effect. A knockout pill which can surreptitiously be administered in drinks, food, cigarettes, or an aerosol, etc., which will be safe to use, provide a, minim- a maximum of amnesia and be sustainable for use by agent types on an ad hoc basis. 
a material which can be surreptitiously administered by the above route and which in very small amount will make it impossible for a man to perform any physical activity whatsoever. That's the list. At the end of this 1955 CIA document, the author, unnamed, makes his remark. In practice, it has been possible to use outside clear contractors for the preliminary phases of this research. That's further evidence that the CIA Manchester program going forward would rely on a and use a large number of non-CIA researchers, evidence of which, as noted above, was destroyed by CIA director Richard Helms in 1973. If you examine the full range of psychiatric drugs developed since 1955, you'll see that a number of them fits the CIA agenda. Speed type chemicals, which aid the brain over long term, the so-called ADHD, antipsychotic drugs to render patients more and more dependent on others and government as they shrink into profound disability and incur and incur motor brain damage. Dr. Peter Began, author of Toxic Psychiatry, placed the number of Americans whose brain have been damaged by these antipsychotic drugs at 300,000 at minimum. The SSRI antidepressants like Prozac and Praxel and Zoloft, which produce extreme and debilitating highs and lows, are also and also push people over the edge into committing violence. Tranquilizers, which debilitate the thinking process of millions of users. These drugs drag the whole society down into lower and lower levels of consciousness and action. If that's the goal of a very powerful and clandestine government agency, it's succeeded. It's succeeded. And now, using the pretext of lone shooter, mass violence, or Sandy Hook, etc., the U.S. government out in the open is funding massive research to map the brain in order to what? Control the brain, return it to a state of normalcy, meaning create a society in which obedience to authority is a prime value, human value. Every day, the neuropsychiatrist establishment is making the CIA 1955 dream come true. And the ultra control dead and buried, not a chance. John Wayne. So, the article is, is um, you know, it's very telling, right? So, remember, the CIA and the psychiatric industry are in bed. They are hand-in-hand in bed together, okay? The CIA creates psychological programs to affect uh, civilians and the whole population. And the psychiatric industry creates drugs for the symptoms that the CIA has problems. Okay?
So, like, like I said, it, it is it is very very telling uh, what the CIA has done, you know, and using the psychiatric industry as well as uh, other industries, you know, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, chemical, uh, you know, uh, you know, you have like uh, chemical companies like Monsanto, uh, who's creating these uh, GMOs, okay, to spray and uh, on your corn, they're, they're, they're creating new vegetables. My video was up and uh, trying to get her to be quiet. It's been passed. Anyway, so that was the article. Um, by John Rappaport, written 2015, about the CIA program, MK Ultra, a program, and never really ended. And it's safe to say because the CIA went, they went dark with their mind control program. Okay, when you look at even the directed energy stuff, uh, you know, all of that stuff went, went dark. Hi, Anne, how are you? And, you know, it, 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 it's, it's still classified that, you know, no, it doesn't matter uh, if anyone uh, is filing any kind of Pfizer uh the Freedom of Information Act to get any information about their continued mind control programs and also direct energy weapons program, and it's all under national security. So you nothing will ever be uh, given to anyone who is seeking transparency in what the CIA and the government does in terms of these kind of programs. So it's um. It's very telling, you know, what these people have, they have done and what they continue to do. We as targets, we are victims of this. And, you know, we want people to listen to us and, and not judge us by the psychiatric labeling that so many of us have been given. Okay, because when you really understand as a target what is being done to you, um, you know, that's when they try their best to really make you look and seem crazy. Okay? You have to remember that. That's why you have to be very uh, logical in your way, in your thinking, as well as your explanation in terms of what's happening to you as a target, that you don't become, you know, uh, uh, caught up in sounding, in, in having all these theories and never having a coherent thought, a coherent explanation of what is happening because the psychological aspect of this program is to uh, discredit you, okay, and to confuse you, to make you believe whatever it is they want to make you to believe. Right? So who, if people believe in alien abduction and, you know, the spiritual warfare thing, and I keep telling TL all the time, you know, you, you want to talk about that stuff, you know, you're just feeding into that labeling even more, okay? And when you, and what that does is that it takes the blame off of the government 
So you no longer blame the government, but you blame it on, you know, evil people and, you know, the spiritual warfare thing, and you blame it on aliens who you can't sue, okay, or, you, or who will never be held accountable uh, for what they're doing to you. So you got to be very, very uh, uh, careful because, like I said, you know, their job is to confuse you, to make you sound delusional and crazy. And, um, you know, like I said, you, you, so you just, you just got to be careful. All right, so let's move on to our second uh, article here. Uh, it's called, You Won't Do a Monitor and How They Spy on Your Thoughts. And, uh, you know, me being the victim of We Won't Do a Monitor and I know exactly how. And uh, I think uh, a lot of people out there are trying to understand what TIs are going through. And, you know, I think with the, uh, I see more and more TIs doing YouTube video uh, explaining their, uh, their being in this program that it has raised the awareness from a lot of people. I've, I've seen a video of this guy who was not a TI who um, started uh, looking at uh, TI's video documentation of what's being done to them, and he said, you know, I believe you guys. I believe what you guys are saying. And he was uh, offering some help uh, for TI's in terms of eating healthy and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know, uh, in this program, one of the things that they try to do is to make you eat unhealthy. Uh, you know, a lot of times TIs are homeless. Uh, they, and if they they do live somewhere, it's probably with a handler who is torturing them psychologically, and um, I'm trying to you know make them look even more crazy. And it affects their their, their health, okay, physical health. As far as the nutrition wise, uh, uh, there it you know this. Uh, program affects that also, okay, because a lot of times TIs are afraid to eat certain things because uh, they're being uh, poisoned, their food is being poisoned, or they're being chemically sprayed, you know. Uh, they can take some of the nanoparticles that are in certain uh, foods, and uh, so it, it, you know, it becomes a, a struggle for them to find food that is nutritious that they can eat. A lot of times they just end up eating junk. You know? So okay. Alright, so let's let's continue on here um with this article and this is from learningmind.com and it's on the uh, remote world monitoring. As it goes hand in hand, remote world monitoring and and the mind control program goes hand in hand. Talk about remote neural monitoring, it's about the mind. Okay, it's about um, controlling the mind and reading the thoughts of any individual who have been implanted uh, with a chip specifically for remote neural monitoring. How many times did you have a thought that you never wanted to share with anyone? I have been constantly worried at that thought of someone ever finding out about these thoughts. All of us have been through this process, and the new and improved technology being developed around the world, supposedly to deal with crime and terrorism, and, in the, and inadvertently intrude on one's privacy, should probably bring us all to a blink of paranoia. 
These technologies are funded by the government at the highest level. Some of the countries involved include the USA, the UK, Spain, Germany, and France. Recently, the infamous National Security Agency, the NSA of the USA, has developed a very efficient method of controlling the human brain. This technology is called remote neural monitoring, RNM, and is expected to revolutionize crime detection and investigation. RNM works remotely. Ever wonder why we all been driven relentlessly towards wireless systems? Control the brain under the objective to detect any criminal fraud taking place inside the mind of the possible culprit. Inevitable question. How can you isolate a criminal fraud if you do not have a comparative measure of non-criminal fraud? This undertaking is based on two principles. One, the research studies have shown that the humanoid All right, so let's see. So number one, the research studies have shown that the humanoid intellect thinks at a speed of about five kilobits per second and therefore does not have the capacity to contest with supercomputers acting via satellite implants and biotelemetry. Sorry about that. All right, and number two, the human brain has a characteristic set of bioelectric resonance structure. By using supercomputers, the RNM system can hone in on it and send messages through an embedded individual nervous system in order to affect their performance in a preferred way. The impact system has been developed after about 50 years of neural electromagnetic human experimentation. Claim to be involuntary, but there's no evidence to support this claim. According to many scientists involved in this program, their names are not revealed for obvious reasons. Within a few years, it is expected that DNA microchips under the guise of a medical breakthrough will be presented to launch the disease cure process on speed and efficiency. Where will be implanted in the human cerebrum, which would make it inherently controllable. R and M will then have the ability to read and govern a person's emotional mental procedures along with the involuntary and vision. At present around the world, supercomputers are watching us and watching millions of people at the same time. With the speed of twenty terabits per second, particularly in countries like the USA, Japan, Israel, and a number of European countries. A similar program is supposedly underway in Russia. How does RNN work? It employs a set of programs functioning at different levels like the signal intelligence system, 
the brain simulation system, the recorded machines, the recorded eight systems. Okay, so let's talk about that, and let's go into the explanation of what that means. The signal intelligence system. It applies electromagnetic frequencies, EMF, to excite the brain for a system and electronic brain link. The brain simulation system has been planned as particle emission intelligence, which means receiving information from unintentional created electromagnetic waves in the environment. However, it is not related to radioactivity nor nuclear detonation. Number three, which is the recording machine. Electronic equipment examine electrical actions in human beings from afar. This computer-generated brain chart can always record all electrical events in the cerebrum. And the recorded aid system deciphers individual brain maps for security purposes. The underlying technology of this system takes under consideration that the electrical activity in the speed center of the brain can be translated into the subject of the clock. Okay, so RNM can send encrypted signals to the audio cortex of the brain directly circumventing the air. This encoding assists in detecting audio communication. It can also perform electrical mapping of the cerebrum activities from the visual sensors, which is achieved by avoiding the eyes and optic nerve, consequently projecting imagery from the subject's mind into a video display. So that's why, you know, TI just talk about how they can see what we see, you know, through our own eyes. This is how it's being done, okay? With this visual and audio memory, both can be visualized and analyzed. The machine involved can remotely and non-invasively detect information by digitally decoding the evoked potentials. Evoked potentials are called the spikes and patterns created by the nerve as they produce a shifting electrical pattern with an ever-changing magnetic instability, which then puts on a constant amount of electromagnetic waves the interesting part about this is that the entire exercise is carried out without any physical contact with the subject. The EMF admission can be decoded into current thoughts and audiovisual perception in the subject's gumption. It sends complicated ciphers and electromagnetic pulse signals to activate evoked potential inside the mind, consequently generating sound and visual input in the neural circuit. With a speech, auditory, and visual communication array, RNN, RNM allows for a comprehensive audiovisual mind-to-mind connection or a mind-to-computer association. The mechanism needed to decrypt the resonance frequency of each specific site to modulate the input of information in that specific location of the cerebral. Furthermore, RNM can detect audio via microwave and features the broadcast of precise di- uh, directives into the subconscious, producing visual disorder, illusions, and installation of words and numbers into the brain through microwave. 
with all the given feedback for tracing the unlawful and treacherous activity. There are many alarms and danger being pointed out by human rights advocates and scientists. The agencies of human rights worldwide have criticized the system as an affront to the basic human rights because it violates privacy and the dignity of consideration and events of life. And it goes on to say that several countries have opposed uh, it, right, because of the human civil rights violation and along with other biological concerns uh, that has taken place. And also the totalitarian system in which they monitor and surveil dissidents and whistleblowers because they want to keep those individuals in check. So that's what's happening. And as, as, as targets, we have to... My daughter, I think she's uh, very, very up and awake. And, um, I had to go pick up her mom from the airport. And so... And so I had to go pick up her mom from the airport today. She had uh, went away for a few days, and uh, so there we came back a little late. So there, so um, you know that's why you hear her in the background. But as I was saying, so you know the the, the excuse that they always try to use in developing technology like this is that it's for a good purpose, right? But it's never really for that. That is the front that they want to put in front of these type of technology because once they get the masses of people to accept these things, then their true intention is revealed. And it has nothing to do with what they say, whether it be be for fighting crime, uh, whether it be for uh, uh, monitoring uh, terrorists, uh, organization and those who are who in, are involved in terrorist activity, but it is for the control of the population. Because imagine if they can put these chips, right? And they're 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 they've become very small now, where they can put it into anything that you can eat. Okay. And also, what happens when your children are born? They can implant your children with these chips. So as they get older, they keep track of them, okay? So they will always, like I said, they will always use a good intention type of, uh, of reasoning for developing these sort of technologies, you know? But as we know through experience and through history, that that is never the case. And that's why, uh, you know, the society today 
is fed all these uh, worthless uh, TV shows, these, these, these programming, okay, that takes away their seriousness of what is really happening. And so people just want to be entertained all the time, you know, and the truth is something that they don't want to hear, hear about. They, they don't want you to talk about the truth. You know, when they're poisoning uh, the water in Oregon, okay, with the fracking, and the radiation levels have gone up in the drinking water, right? The media don't don't report on that stuff. There are very few journalists who will actually do any sort of investigation to expose the truth. Very few, okay? And so, for example, um, Flint, Michigan, you know, what was happening there? You know, for over a year, people were saying that they cannot drink the water, and the media just ignored it. It was a total media uh, blackout, okay, when it comes to what was happening in Flint. And it wasn't until uh, Rachel Maddow on, on MSNBC did an, started listening because, you know, she was getting all these tweets about what was happening in Michigan. And I'm sure there were a lot of uh, news agency uh, personnel who were also getting these tweets, but they were told to ignore what was happening there. And uh, because of Rachel Maddow, we, we know how serious it was in Flint. So, again, the media's control, you know, they create programs under the, hat, the heading of entertainment to get the public to uh, just always want to be entertained and to take away any sort of uh, consciousness within the minds of the people in the society, you know, because when they, when they do that, it, then they take away the will to fight and so you have a very uh, subdued society, one that's controllable. Um, and so, you know, that's that's what they do, okay? And, and and they'll get society to accept these things. You know, they they created video games in which you can control an object with your mind. So you put on a, um, uh, what's called, um, you know, you put this, like, this bandana around your head. And it has the electrode, but the electrode doesn't go into your head. It just kind of like sits on your, 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 the top of your head. And you're able to control uh, the device. It's a helicopter, right? So that's their way of putting these things into society and getting you to accept it. And, um, but, we don't, you know, without them revealing their true intention. So they will always get find ways to make society accept certain things, okay, because they, they make it fun. They make it fun and interesting. It's new, you know, like for instance, your cell phone, you know. Cell phone is fun. People play games on it. They do all kinds of stuff. You know, people do on the cell phone now. They bank on their cell phone, okay. And that's how a lot of people got their bank account hacked. A lot of times it, it is, the you know, Role people within these security agencies that are doing the hacking, you know, because that's a way for them to fund their illegal experimentations or the illegal war. You know, always have to find some means to support, you know, some uh, illegal war that they that you you and I probably haven't even heard of yet. 
okay, until it uh, gets uh, uh, uncovered. So they always find ways, and they will blame the hacking on some 15-year-old kid in, in Russia or some, some part of uh, Eastern Europe, you know, the Ukraine or Yugoslavia, some, somewhere. Okay, it's always, it's, it's all they blame it on the Chinese, right? There's always the Chinese, there's always the, the Russians and the, the, um, the Eastern Europeans, okay? And there's always, always some kids, there's always some kids. If it's the Chinese, it's the government. But if there's any, uh, and, and you, you know, you can <laughs> look that up yourself. They always blame some kids, okay? Well, shit, if, if a kid can hack into um, Target and steal 45 million people customers, they need to hire that kid. Okay, and countries like that where, you know, the economy is not that great, you know. I mean, come on, which 15-year-old kid have the, the the ability to pull off stuff like that? Okay. So, he, he, yeah, you know, but people don't think about that. You know, people just believe whatever the media feeds them. We all know that the media, you know, they write and they report whatever the CIA tells us to report, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's, there's evidence to that in terms of uh, when they had a hearing on, with the CIA and, and they wanted to know how many uh, news reporters, how many journalists were on the CIA, CIA payroll. And there were thousands. There were thousands of news reporters and journalists who were on the CIA payroll who would write whatever story the CIA wanted them to write. Again, it's the manipulation of the of the masses of society of the of the, 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 the readers and the viewers of these news programs to believe you know complete lies. And so, you know, as as, as a society, if you're not a conscious individual, if you're not uh, if you don't question things, if when things seem odd to you and you just ignore it, then you know you're falling into that trap of believing whatever they want you to believe. And so when you have that feeling that there's something wrong, you know, you have to research it even more to see if you get that feeling. And the same with these, with, with this, these technologies, you know, uh, to get people to accept these things so that when they do roll it out to the masses, you know, it would be no big deal. You know, when they do remote neural monitoring, which is the you know, reading of your mind, your thoughts, your, your privately held thoughts, you know, it will become something that they will get society to accept because they they will claim that, you know, we need to keep track of terrorists and if a person is considered a terrorist or they may have the assumption that the person is into terrorist activity with no proof because, you know, they that's how they do it. A lot of times there's no proof. A lot of times there's somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who might be a terrorist. And so the person who knows somebody who knows somebody that might be a terrorist, they become a target. And um, and there's truth to that too because if you, if you look at uh, the case that's going on right now in the federal courts of uh, three, I think no, four individuals who are suing the CIA and the psychiatrists who tortured them, and these people were these individuals were not terrorists. You know, one individual that he had the same name of someone who was on the terrorist list, but he was not a terrorist, and they knew this, and they kept him in solitary confinement for four, think, you know, five years. They got in there for five years before they realized that they made a mistake and they released it. They, I mean, they kidnapped this guy. They, 
they kidnapped him in, I think it was France, and they flew him to Ye- Yemen where they tortured him. Right? They tortured him, and he told them whatever it is they wanted to hear, and they put him into in Guantanamo uh, and had him on the, in, in solitary confinement for five years. Okay? And when he, the first time he tried to sue, the, the, one, the judge said that he couldn't sue because it was a matter of national security. So he had the help of, of multiple um, civil rights groups this time to file motions and, uh, you know, on his behalf as well as the, uh, the three other uh, people who are suing the, C- the CIA. And, and finally got a judge who would, who would listen. And the judge was like, you know, yeah, you can go ahead and, you know, for what they've done to you. You can go ahead and sue them. So at least, you know, you know, they wouldn't be held accountable in the in the sense that, you know, they're gonna to go to jail for what they've done. But, you know, they may be held accountable and these people may have uh get a settlement out of it so that they can move forward with their life. But their lives are gonna be the same. Their their mind and one of the, one of the the subjects said that, you know, my 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 mentality is so screwed up that I have to second guess myself, you know, and everything that I do. And a lot of times targets that's what we have to do, we do second guess ourselves. Uh, and and when we when we do certain things because again, you know, the psychological aspect of this program is detrimental to the mindset of anyone who's going through that. And so, um you know, I just wanted to read that and touch on that. And um, you know, the show's gonna be short. And then thank you for coming in. I didn't see you here last week, but uh, I'm glad you're here tonight. I hope you're feeling better. I hope everything is, is well, or at least, uh, you know, uh, on the up and up. And, uh, I'm, you know, yeah, you got to stay strong. I know you're a strong person, and I hope your your son is, 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 is doing well. Yeah, you know, you know, hang in there. Hang in there. And again, thank you. But I, I got to end this call at this moment because uh, as you hear in the background, I got a little old running around. <laughs> so let me go tend to her and put her to sleep. But uh, I'll be back again next Tuesday. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, there wouldn't be this much interruption. And uh, we can have a, uh, a better show. All right. So have a good night, Anne, and you take care. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.